You're listening to Action Podcast with Chris Jansen and Sam Forsberg. Action Podcast is your weekly source of inspiration and motivation for taking consistent action in your daily life. And for an archive of all of our shows, you can find them on actionpodcast.com. And to leave us any comments or to make any topic suggestions, contact us at the website or find us at facebook.com forward slash action podcast. And hi, Chris. I... uh thought that today we could tackle a a fabulous email that we've received from one of our listeners. Uh, Henry Cooper sent us a a question for a topic um, that is about perhaps dealing with adversity uh, or coping with a loss and those sorts of things. So is that something that you think we can tackle today? Absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. Brilliant. Well, I guess... I, I kind of jokingly have this phrase that um, has pretty much sort of been with me since my early teen years, and, and that's the idea that um, shit happens, it's only the depth that varies. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is certainly true that, uh, you know, dealing with adversity is, it's, uh, it's, it's an understatement to say that that's a fact of life. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting, you know, various, the various clients I've had the opportunity to work with and other, other people I've coached that... It's amazing the spectrum that we uh, that we create for ourselves in terms of how we do respond to adversity. You know, the exact same challenge can be faced by two people, two very very similar people, in terms of their their intelligence, their experience, their knowledge. Yet emotionally, they respond incredibly different, like they're from a different planet. Mm. You know, some people. Um, shove off adversity even the most extreme adversity they shove it off as if it's uh, you know not that big of a deal and they'll, they'll move on and other people quite quite literally can be kind of emotionally destroyed and really be really set back a long way and it's uh, it's incredible to see that adverse range and what that also shows i think is that there's alternatives aren't there to when when uh, when things go wrong oh absolutely and, and I think, like you said, that it really is a, a fact of life and that's not to belittle it. It's just mm. to acknowledge that there are, you know, always going to be things that go wrong at some point, um, you know, things that happen to us that we can't necessarily anticipate or avoid that, that really do feel like we're, we're kind of um, being struck by external circumstances or something outside of our control. Yeah, I think that's a key a key point of distinction. That you know, I think anyway for the, for the purpose of what we'll talk about today is you know we're talking about diversi- uh, adversity. Um, normally, that's things that do happen outside of our control, things that happen to us or to our situation. You know, in the last couple of years, unfortunately for a lot of people, the economic struggles that um, that's put a lot of pressure on people, a lot of adversity on people, whether that be job loss or financial stress. Um, and so there's, I guess it's compounded in the last couple of years that there's so many people are going through it. But, um, but I think the distinction recognizing that you know, things, things that happen, happen to us that we can't predict or we can't plan for, that sometimes there's a, there's a slightly different dynamic in there, isn't there? And uh, it makes us maybe gives us, gives us an, maybe there's an approach that we could take as to how, how to deal with that stuff. Yeah, because I think sometimes we sort of default to almost a position of feeling a bit like a victim, you know, that, that we feel mm. a bit helpless, this stuff's happened to us, and mm. therefore we, we almost lose a bit of control over the situation. And and yet, you know, I, I certainly can recognise uh, a, a huge amount of 
um, adversity throughout all the different phases of my life so far. And, and it's interesting to, to stop and think about how I've coped with those situations and, and what's been the key to, to really helping me shift out of them. Well, yeah, I think that's actually a very key point that you raised there, that um, it uh, that taking on this victim mentality and play, or playing the role of the victim. And I think what's really important within that is, again, back to my point of, you know, two people who appear very similar in their outlook and their skills and knowledge can react very differently. And those that do go into a, you know, really, a really hard place they go to a place that's really emotionally there's lots of turmoil around it they really struggle I, I, you know my experience is nine times out of ten those are the people that take this take on this victim um play the role of the victim yeah but they they kind of fall into that place where they do feel like they've lost some control of the situation and i think it's always well yes you know and again like you say sam for the listener that by no means are we belittling the struggle that, that someone may be going through or, the, or, or the, the, the depth or intensity of the adversity. But the only way out of this is to take back some of that control mm. and to recognize that you do have, you know, you, you can look at, you know, there's, there's always just so many examples, um, especially in this day and age of, of, of the internet and being able to, you know, connect with like-minded people that there are just so many examples you can see out there of people who have come over or overcome tremendous odds, um, you know, really intense health challenges or financial challenges. And while it wasn't pleasant and it was painful, it didn't, they didn't allow them to, um, uh, to be defeated by it. Yeah. And, uh, so that's, that can be inspiring as well. But I think there's also, you know, there's some simple questions or simple things we can get people to think about. To turn to turn the corner and be able to face the adversity with a, from a, from a place of strength. Definitely, because I, I can certainly identify with having hit situations where I did feel like you know the the you know the sky was falling down and you know I felt like I was at the bottom of this big pit and and you know the that there was no way around it and so I've certainly been in that place before and you know have managed to turn it around. So I'd love to be able to share some some uh, questions or some ways that people can um, start exploring that for themselves? Yeah, you know, I think there's three great, three great questions that can help people to, as I say, kind of turn that corner, turn that corner to uh, get out of the, the role of victim and back into a role of control. And I think the first question is really just quite simply, when adversity happens, kind of by default, that means that there's some emotional turmoil. And it's really the emotions that, that influence how you're going to respond. And so the first question is quite simply to get really clear, really accurate, and answer what emotions are you feeling in the situation? Mm. And not to go on a long rant, but if the, if the listener was actually, you know, actually was to write down that, the answer to that question by literally just identifying what those emotions are. Maybe it's Fear, maybe it's guilt, maybe it's insecurity, maybe it's vulnerability. Um, it could be it could be a wide range, but to really identify them first of all, to be really accurate in your thinking and understanding what's happening within you, is the first place to start. 
Yeah, and I think the the key thing there is that sometimes there's quite obvious ones that that come up to begin with. So it might be fear or anger or you know, sadness or something like that. But actually, what's worth doing is is kind of trying to peel it back slightly and find the couple of additional emotions that are probably hiding there just under the surface that might be um, less easy to recognise, but that are equally influencing how we're responding to to the the problem that's occurred. Exactly. Yeah. So I think for the for the for the listener, if you're at, if you're going to answer that question, what emotions are you feeling? Don't just stop at the first two or three. Maybe just mm-hmm. give us some thought as to what else is going on, creating some of that inner conflict or inner turmoil. Definitely. The second question that also you know influences how you feel is quite is would be the question: What do you believe about the situation that's causing you to feel this way? Yeah. What do you believe about the situation? That's causing you to feel that way, to feel those emotions. And I think this is a, a really, really important one. And it's one that um, has really helped me to turn situations around before. And, and I'll, I'll give you an example that's that's very close to my heart. Um, my, my granddad passed away um, probably about four years ago now. And I was very, very close to him. I really saw him as, as sort of my spiritual guide as well as my, my loving grandfather. And he had been unwell for, for a few years, so it wasn't necessarily entirely unexpected in that sense. But I was living in Austria. My, my family live in Australia. Um, I uh, didn't necessarily have the financial reserves to be able to um, fly to Australia on very short notice to be there for the funeral. I had two cats. I was living by myself, and I had two cats that would need to be cared for while I was away. And, and I started getting as equally distressed as, uh, you know, about being there for the funeral as I was about the loss of my, my grandfather. And when I actually stopped to look at what I believe about the situation in that case that was making me feel so distressed, I realized that I, I loved him so much that I really felt I could grieve for him and say goodbye to him in my own way and that that didn't necessarily need me to be there for the funeral itself. But what I believed was that I would be hurting my, my dad, my, my, my own father, if I wasn't there to, to be with the family for, uh, for the funeral. And in realizing that that was the, the kind of the belief I had about the situation, I was then able to have a really honest discussion with my dad about it and just say, look, I really want to be there for you and for the family. Um, and yet I feel like I could, I can handle the grieving and do my own goodbyes from here. So, you know, I'm, I'm a bit torn and, and we were able to talk about that. And in the end, dad, um, you know, felt that it wasn't necessary for him that I be there and therefore it was okay for me not to go. Um, and, and that really changed that entirely. So I, I was then able to just be with my grief about losing granddad rather than caught up in the distress of not being able to be there. Mm. No, that's a great example. And I think also similar to the first question, it's sometimes those, the first beliefs that come up may not be the ones that are really affecting mm. how you feel or, or really, really stopping you from moving forward. Yeah. And again, we just encourage the listener to explore those beliefs a little bit. And I think the best way, again, is to, to write down what you're thinking. Just pull out a notebook or a journal and, and just get clear. Specifically, when this adversity strikes, what do you believe about that situation? And how, um, what do you believe about the situation that's causing you to feel the way that you do? And I think that can help uh, certainly raise a lot of clarity. Definitely. And then the third question, the last question is, 
is again, you know, often the beliefs that we have around the situation from question number two put us into that victim place. Um, and so the disempowering beliefs. And we really want you, the listener, to, to, to really seize back your, your control, seize back your, your inner strength or your, your empowering self-beliefs. And so the third question is along, what do you believe or perhaps even know about yourself that will empower you to take back control, maybe see the situation differently, and rise above this adversity? So what do you believe about yourself that will empower you to take back control, see the situation differently, and rise above the adversity. Mm, that's a, a good one too. What What are some of the the beliefs that you have, Chris, that have helped you in in these hard circumstances? Well, the one that there's probably two that I go to. I know we share we share one of them, but the one that I've, you know, uh, and to be honest, it's not something I've, I've always had, but it's something I've really developed in the last couple of years, just with a bit of awareness and just a bit of understanding. Is uh, quite simply, I believe that I can handle anything. Hmm. You know, it sounds like a simple statement, but it actually helps me a lot that when I feel like maybe my world is crumbling around me or I've gone into some really tough situations and I'm not sure how to get out, the starting point for me is the belief that I know I can handle this. Mm. And knowing that I can handle it immediately stops any story or any thoughts that I start to entertain about how bad this is going to be, the, the you know, the the building snowball rolling down the hill of the, 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 the horrible future this is going to lead to or whatever it may be, but I know I can handle it. So let me start thinking about the solution and stop worrying so much about the problem. Mm. That's really interesting. And I can see how that um, allows you to almost take, take a step back from the problem. Um, I, I guess my approach has been um, a little bit different in that often the place I go to is, is, is that, idea of what doesn't break me makes me stronger so it almost brings back my fighting spirit and my desire to really just not allow this situation to to crush me and um so it, it's something that um sort of helps me to to regain that strength and feel like i can tackle it and that at the end of you know at the end of it all there will be some positive or some um, you know, uh, additional benefit I'll have gotten out of being able to survive the adversity and, and, and triumph over it. Yes. Well, yeah, I think that's great. I, I, I hope that that's given the listener a, a lot to think about because we certainly believe in you and we know that, as I said, whether it's the, the, the many people that we've had the privilege of working with and coaching who have been able to navigate their adversities and that genuinely will come from how you change your perspective and the meaning that you give the adversity that has, has come come on that you, has come into your life, and recognizing that you absolutely can move beyond. It may not be easy, but when you start from a place of strength and certainty that you can handle it, and by answering those questions, I can help give you some really practical ideas to move forward. So we encourage you to put that into place, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you and to how that's helped. And we'd love any feedback or comments on this. You can always comment on our on our website at actionpodcast.com or post us a little message on our wall on Facebook at facebook.com slash actionpodcast. Absolutely. And, and uh, a big thanks again. A shout goes out to Henry Cooper for sending us through the fantastic questions. And uh, Chris, thanks for, for tackling that one with me. My pleasure, Sam. We'll speak soon. Cheers. Bye for now. Bye-bye.